BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. You're listening to Sci-Fi Wire from the Con, recorded live from the Sci-Fi Wire stage at New York Comic Con 2019. Hey, New York Comic Con, how y'all doing today? Oh, you can do better than that. Come on. Nice job. Uh, my name is Mark Bernardin. I am here with the Sci-Fi Wire. Oh, hey. How are you? But I'm here to talk to Kemi Garcia. Hello, everybody. Who has written Joker, Harley, Criminal Sanity. Tell everybody kind of what this story is about. So Joker, Car- Harley, Criminal Sanity is a procedural where basically I have a consultant who is a real profiler and forensic psychiatrist, and we profile the Joker, and he's really presented like a real serial killer, but the Joker version. And if you have a serial killer, you obviously need someone who is formidable to hunt him. And who better than Harley Quinn? So she is a psychiatrist and profiler who is consulting with the GCPD to help find the most notorious serial killer of all time in Gotham. So how did you get involved with this story? Like where, where I came did up your, with it. I know, but how did like DC find you? Like how did, how did you oh, come Oh, well they had phone? me already. Oh, they <laughs> so, had you. So I was already doing Raven for them at, for their Young Readers line, Teen Titans Raven. And then they, they said, well, who else would you want to do besides the Titans? And I said, the Joker. And they're like, we're not really doing villains for the Young Readers line. And I was like, well, that's a mistake. So I already had kind of an idea of how I wanted to show his progression as a psychopath. So then I just figured, how, do you, how am I going to do that if I can't do it for just the young version of the Joker? So we basically like reverse engineered him all the way up to adult. And we did the same thing with Harley. And then it was way more fun, though, because then I got to come up with like nine, 10, 11 of like the gnarliest murder scenes ever. So that was really fun. You know, for kids. That, no, oh, the, no, this is not part of the children's line. This is not for, not for kids. Unless they're like, you know, 18 or whatever, and they can like see. It's not um, sexy, but it's definitely got some like horror elements. There are, you know, maybe a dozen versions of both the Joker and Harley Quinn kind of out in the world. What are the elements that you felt most important to incorporate into your versions of Harley? Um, the only real, I mean, for me, the Joker is very iconic and he's brilliant. He's um, narcissistic. He, you know, loves to cause trouble. He's definitely a psychopath. The main difference for me is he is sane. To, um, my consultant works at basically, he worked at Arkham in Baltimore and he works now at an Arkham in Florida. And in history, all of the most famous, dangerous serial killers and all the ones that were, took years and years to catch are organized, which means you cannot be psychotic, and they are highly intelligent. Most of the serial killers that have ever been caught that are psychotic have an IQ of under 100. So there was no way that was going to be my joker, because he's like a genius. 
So he's a sociopath, not a he's psychopath. He's a psychopath, but he is not. You do not have to be psychotic to be a psychopath. The problem is the words used incorrectly a lot. Psychotic actually means that you don't know reality at all. You are seeing things or hearing voices and things that are not there. So like when Son of Sam says, my, the devil is sending me messages and my dog is giving them to me, that means you're psychotic. But if you know what you're doing and you know it's wrong and you know the police are going to arrest you, you are not psychotic. You are 100% sane. And that's in terms of a psychiatrist and the law. So then between the two, Batman is crazier than the Joker. No, it's like, I think they're actually like just a different side of the coin. Were there any boundaries DC gave you when you began building um, the story? Not many. I, I mean, now I did, my pitch was very specific. So like there was, con I mean, I didn't do the concept art, thankfully for you guys. Like they looked, I mean, Jim Lee looked at every piece of concept art. Bob Harris, who's editor-in-chief, looks at every script and every page that's finished every other week, like personally. So there's like a lot of people overseeing this. The biggest thing that was important to me was I wanted him to be realistic because I think the Joker is the most frightening psychopath in the world and pop culture. So I wanted him to feel so real that like when you go to bed at night, if you're done reading, you want to check the door to make sure it's locked. And for Harley... The most important thing for me was to keep, like, the kind of heart of her. I see her as a survivor. She's, I also think she's brilliant. She's supposed to have the skill set that my consultant has, who is so insanely smart. He trained under Jeffrey Dahmer's psychiatrist. Like, he's, like, his psychiatrist after he got caught, not the one who was supposedly helping him during. You have to be so smart. You have to go to medical school. You have to go through all these practicals. So I was like, I want her to be that smart, but I also want her to be really street smart and have the kind of like, not just sass, but you know, she is kind of, in a lot of ways, unbreakable. I experienced relationship violence. She is a person, even though she's not in a romantic relationship with the Joker, she experienced violence at home in my version of her. She's had a lot of like hardship as an adult. So she still has to like move past that stuff and be a survivor and like soldier on. And that's what was important to me to kind of keep is like that spirit of like, you know, you, you, like, you can't get me down. Uh, you cannot say this story because that would be the natural answer. What is your favorite Harley Quinn story? Mad love. I mean, yeah. I love Paul Dini's Harley Quinn. I love the animated series. That's when I fell in love with her. But I feel like that, you know, again, is like what I would do on, like for TV in an animated series is not this. It's very different than what I would do for something like this. Because mm -hmm. I feel like every medium kind of lends itself to something. And so I love that version. I actually think they sent Paul Dini a copy. So let's hope I don't get like any mean letters. <laughs> uh, even though this story isn't a romance, why are we so drawn to them as a couple? Why are we so drawn to that duality of Joker? I think Harley? they're both in their own right. The reason people are really drawn to them, they're both very, very cool, interesting, layered characters on their own. And then when you put them together, you have like the two cool people on the screen or the page at the same time. And I also think there is a tension in their dynamic. And so basically I changed that tension from a romantic tension to a like you know, I'm going to lock your ass up forever tension. And like, and of course, because he's a narcissist, he's actually really interested in her because she's studying him. So he's like all, he really likes her. He's like, this is fabulous. I have like my, you know, like my own doctor who's watching me. 
who thinks I'm a genius. So it's a weird mix where he doesn't, you know, want to get caught, but he also wants to make sure that, like, you know, she sees all these amazing things he's doing. Because like in Gotham, in, in canon, he doesn't really see the police as being, like, very threatening. So since Batman is in the universe but not on the page in the series, like, there has to be somebody he actually feels like could catch him. Uh, last question. Uh, the Joker is a bit of a hot-button character at the moment. Um, where do you come down on a storyteller's responsibility when dealing with that character? I mean, for me, it's just always about what is your truth, and I think everyone's truth is different. I can't comment on the movie because, honestly, I have not seen it yet. I got invited, but I was like, I can't go to L.A., guys. Like, so, or I totally would have if it was, like, in my city. But, so I haven't seen it. I'm a huge Joaquin Phoenix fan. I mean, I think it looks beautiful. But for me, I think as in all storytelling, it has to be authentic, and you have to tell your truth. Um, I do feel like, I mean, Jim Lee, everyone is involved at DC, so, you know, yeah. like... They, you know, they've been making, you know, keep an eye on me. So I feel like they keep an eye on everything. <laughs> Boys and girls, give it up for Cami Garcia. When is the book out? The book comes out next Wednesday. Awesome. And I am actually signing tomorrow. I don't know what it is. DC usually surprises me. It's usually like a print or something. Miko um, Suyan is one of the artists this year, and I'm signing with him tomorrow. Um, I think at 1130, but it's on my, it'll, it's on my social media. Excellent. So thank you so much for stopping by. Be sure to follow Sci-Fi Wire at Sci-Fi Wire and hashtag NYCC19. 